This is episode number 400 of the Inner Fight Podcast. We finally made it. 400 episodes of the show. It's been an interesting ride, that's for sure. But thanks a lot to you guys for tuning in week in, week out, twice a week at the moment. And also to Andre as the co-host of the show for putting up with me for the last, may I think, how many shows? You've done at least 100. Yeah, it's been since 276, so about like 130 shows. There we go. About one and a half year almost. We are the biggest health and fitness podcast in the Middle East. That's what we are. It's been a crazy ride, man. Like <laughs> Since I've been on, we've banged out so many shows, but we've why don't we scroll back to, to the very, very beginning, to episode one, to how this whole the Inner Fight podcast kind of got created. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good place to start, mate. I think... Now, if you go, the funny thing is, is that a lot of the older shows, so the show's been going since about 2011. 2011. Yeah, so it's done about seven years of shows. And uh, quite a few of the shows have now dropped off. So iTunes only stores so many. And even in Podomatic, where we host the show from, and this is a little bit geeky and and technical, but basically we put the show there and then it spits it out into Stitcher and and into iTunes. And that's how, how you guys get it. On Podomatic, we the oldest show is show number seventy-four. Now, I, I, that's a really good question. Like, why did we start, mate? I think I started listening to podcasts when you were still in diapers. No, I think of I, I seven think, years ago. Yeah, I think I started listening to podcasts in about two thousand and two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and. That's, I don't know when podcasts would were launched. I was right? about to say, like, podcasts is a fairly, like, new trend that everyone is doing. Yeah. And I bet in 2011, that was, like, saying, I'm doing CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. When, you know, when, when a new people, thing. Like, absolutely. When people, uh, when people said, you know, when, when, when I said I listen to podcasts, we're like, what do you mean you listen? Like, what do you really listen to? Let, let's have a look here. I just had a look in, in Google podcast. Uh, it's just digital audio files which users can download. Uh, the word was originally suggested. It actually doesn't give a date when podcasts started out. I uh, maybe could Google a little bit further and we'd get that. But yeah, the, the, back then, mate, what I was trying to do is I was trying to learn as much as I could. And I was like, I spent a lot of time on the road with my job when I was working for Adidas. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, iPod. My first iPod, I think I got in about 2000. And Five, actually, yeah. still have it. It's quite big, and uh, and and yeah, podcast was an option. iTunes had this thing called podcast, and I was, so I started listening, and then I was like, I'd, I'd learned a lot from them. They're super time efficient. I wasn't really much into the radio. Like I just thought radio was a bit of a waste of time, and I used to like chat shows. Believe it or not, when I was at school, I used to listen to Radio Four a lot, which is a which is a the, the, the British radio station, which is mainly about chat, Radio 4 and Radio 2. Right. And basically, I, I used to feel, I, I like music maybe, but I used to get more out of like listening and trying to learn. And then I was like, I'd listened to all these podcasts for a few years, and I thought, hang on a minute, why don't, why don't I make a podcast? Yeah. And obviously, mate, I, I don't know, I guess a lot of people when, when they're younger, like being on radio and being on TV, is like, you're going to be super famous and all this stuff. And I was like, I was a bit nervous. I was like, oh, gee i don't really know what to say and i'm an absolute rank amateur at it which we probably still are now 400 shows but, in but made back then was were there even like any health and fitness shows and like kind of covering sports topics yeah there were mate and that's what what the, 
really where a lot of inspiration comes from is a, a good friend of mine, Ben Greenfield. Yeah, his no podcast way. was one of the ones that I listened to from the start. And another one within our within our industry, if you like, is Rob Wolf's The Paleo Solution. Yeah, that was there from the start. And these guys would just have really good guests on, just dish up. Like, still do, still do, mate. And all these years later, they're still going strong. And they just dish up such great information for free. Yeah. And that's one of the things about it. I was like, this this really fits in. Like, if I can get more people to listen, we can share more stuff, we can help more people. Eventually, and a lot of people could listen to our podcast for years and could never be a client. And I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. But a lot of people listen to us and go, oh, yeah, these are good guys. I, I need one of the services that they're talking about or, I mean, or plugging. It basically comes down to the mission of the company, right? Yeah, exactly. And Like, reach more people. It, it gives, it kind of allows anyone who's doing a podcast to reach a lot more people yeah. through a, such a simple platform and available exactly. platform. Yeah. And, and that was it, mate. And I was like, you know, Steve Jobs was saying that everyone's going to have one of these iPods and, you know, and then it was phones and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's true. So the, the ability to, to, and this is what I liked about podcasts, the ability to start the show when you wanted, stop the show when you wanted, go back, check, all of that kind of stuff was something that like, really really appealed to me you're in control you're not listening to the radio yeah. and you know you've, your favorite song is on one moment and then the worst song ever is on one moment exactly mate exactly so I and then what actually happened maybe one of the catalysts as well mate is in in about 2009 2010 one of my friends uh, who was Adidas his wife was the producer of the radio show that I still do to this day of Nightline with okay. Dr. James Pikeaway and they were like, we should get you on, on the radio show. And I went on the radio show and I was super nervous, uber prepared. And you've been on the radio with Dr. James. He's <laughs> yeah. like uber casual and you just, you just kind of talk for an hour. Very cool. And I, after that, probably that, like it happens with everyone, you know, they'll go on the show and then they'll tell him, oh, yeah, I should come back. And I just said to him, I said, listen, if you're keen, I think we can make this like health an hour of your show every week. And it took... It actually took him about a year to warm up to that idea. And since then, we've done eight years of Get Fit Radio. And every single week. Every single week. Every Where single do you Monday. listen to that? What listen to that 103.8 Dubai Eye and also on Podomatic. It's also wow. on, in iTunes. And I was just like, actually, I'm getting all this content anyway. So some of the early shows on the podcast, and for about two or three years there, we used to put the radio show on our podcast as well. Okay. So everything I spoke about, I didn't really have much time or resources back then. Not that I have time or resources now, but I had probably even less back then. I just recycled those shows and, and put them on the podcast, and it started to gain a little bit of traction. As you've seen, like promoting and developing a podcast, developing it and developing the content is one thing, but actually promoting it is actually super hard. And that's why yeah. we've been banging for the last year, mate, Smith Street sponsors, our paleo, rate and review the podcast. But we really do need people to do that to help us to grow. And one thing that I want to say right from the start is that one of my friends, he has the biggest health and fitness podcast in Ireland. His name is Brian Keane, Brian Keane Fitness. I was on the show. I did the interview for the show. It should be out soon. He, he only, from his show, he's got the biggest show in Ireland. He's, got, he's somewhere up with one of the biggest shows in the world for health and fitness. Wow. His only goal, like financially for his show, is to make it self-sufficient. So, meaning the time that he puts into recording it and then he pays someone to edit it is covered. So, podcasts generally don't make a lot of money. Because, because look, let's look at the details. Like, there is some podcast p- 
people that can live off it, like the biggest names, like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Like they have sponsors on their shows, yeah, that pay them a lot of money to fill the first ten minutes of the show with whatever <laughs> cream they're using and yeah. whatever sh- shampoo they're using. And exactly, I f- I think that I assume sort of one of our goals is also not to do that. Cause well, exactly, mate. I want to ask you, like, if you look at uh, one of the shows that I listen to quite a bit is the Rich Roll podcast. Sometimes he's a bit dull, but sometimes he's super interesting. The first ten to fifteen minutes is all just bullshit commercial plugs. Every podcast that I've ever listened to is like that. So what do you do? You just skip the first ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. So I don't know who the sh- sponsors of his show are. So everyone's paying to be on that show now. It's the same with adverts on the TV, mate. What do you do when adverts come on the TV? You either fast forward it or you get on your phone or you go and have a toilet break. Yeah. So what we've done, and 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 that's why this show, like. Smith Street is a company that I own, obviously. That's why their sponsors the show. And I just want to reward people for rating and reviewing the podcast. But and it's 30 seconds. And it's, yeah, not even that. And you know, so it's like the shows don't actually make money. And that, that's not the point of making the show. We don't sell advertising space. We don't want a new sponsor. I mean, I guess if you want to pay a million dirhams per show or per year just for us to say, I use your product, then maybe we can talk about that. But not if it's a product I don't believe in, obviously. Um, but the, it, so it's not, and that's one of the biggest things, mate. It's not, it's not commercial. So, so we spend, and this is one of the things that people don't understand. It takes us an hour to record a show. Yeah. It takes us three minutes to do a three-minute show, but sometimes a little bit longer. It then takes about 15, 20 minutes to cut the show and make sure it's all right. We then write the shows up. I then have a team. That's that, the biggest part. Exactly. Like preparing the shows. Preparing like, the show. Obviously, we, we don't know everything in the world. and Exactly. But, so we have to do research and we have to also research our guests and exactly. all those kind of things. So anyone that says we sound underprepared, yes, sometimes we are slightly underprepared. I probably should have pulled up the date when the first podcast came out, but I didn't. But we have literally about four pages of A4 for this, for today's show that's right in front. That's why we have laptops in front of us. So... The time that we put into preparing the show, the time that we put into filming the show or recording the show, writing it up afterwards, we then have a team that make trailers for it that goes through our Instagram. We then have a YouTube version of it. We then have a few pictures, and they match all of the, all of the audio and video together. Then I have someone that puts it in Podomatic, yeah. which then links to iTunes, blah, 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 blah. Actually, to put together one show... It's about four hours of work. <laughs> That's a lot of work. How much do you charge for a PT for an hour? Rack rate, 500 dirhams. Yeah. Right. So you could have made 2,000 dirhams in, that hour, in, in the time that it takes to put one show. We don't do it for money. <laughs> so we were producing this content from the radio, and I was like, actually, I'm going to do I'm, – I'm just going to interview people. And this is one of the things that I love the most about this show, mate, is that we get to speak to some – incredible people yeah and i was like you know what podcasts are just kicking off people are into them people know what's up so what's going to happen is people are going to want to talk to me so all i did is i reached out i reached out to people like ben greenfield i reached out to some of the old school guys in crossfit we're going to go through a few of the shows that, that we've done but i reached out to some of the old school guys in crossfit and said i have a podcast i'm a fitness company based in dubai do you want to come on my show and every single person said yes and freaking shout out to them because yeah. Also for them, it's an hour out of the day, and Absolutely. like a lot of these people are maybe pretty wealthy or super busy, and yeah. to take one hour 
you know, that can mean quite a lot. So everyone's been on the show. Yeah. They're absolute heroes. Like reaching out to them over Instagram and they're just yeah. saying yes right away. Like crazy, huh? when are you available? I mean, that's just, that's yeah. really cool. And a lot of people have, have got up early, have not taken their kids to school. We've also recorded shows late at night. I remember recording one show with a good friend of mine, Mike Marlow, who's been twice on the show. I think I got up at 1 a.m. to record the show. I had it all set up in my house, and that was the only time he could do. I needed a show. So it, it, there is actually quite a lot that goes into it from, from both sides. But I knew as well, staying on that track, that I could learn a lot from doing the show. Not only would I put it out. So I was quite selfish in the start. I was like, well, who do I want to talk to? And what do I want to know? And, and, and all of this stuff. And we just started building shows, man. And then we've done a lot of – we did a lot of shows – of Holly's recipes when she was developing the recipes at the start yep. like what goes into it how do you cook it all of this stuff so you guys can hop over and find all of those and then I guess mate when it obviously when you started sort of co-hosting the show with me about 18 months ago like the interest level there's now two of us thinking who do I want to speak to Yeah, and it, it's quite cool as well that, and that's why it's such a cool dynamic is that who you want to talk to and who I want to talk to are different people as well. Very different. So it's like you'll get good guests on and then I'll get the other guests. And yeah, so it's... And what's cool is that often you're like really positively surprised. Like we might pull some... You might pull somebody out. I'm like... like who is this uh, douchebag? I don't know. I don't know about this one. And you, you get super surprised how yeah. how much you actually learn and how it it just creates such a growth atmosphere or yeah. ambience for the podcast since we're two and yeah, it's, it's like two different minds. It's two different and, and, it, and it's always different. You know, you get, you get a lot of people that you think they've got a good story and they don't really cultivate it very well. And that's really, I think we've both developed as hosts and, and interviewing. Like, you know, we've got 40 minutes and we try and make our, 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 our weekly show 40 minutes. We've got the fitness in on three minutes as well. But you get someone, and we, we've had it, and we, we won't name them because they've all given up their time, but, you know, you're like five minutes in, and the guy's answering, like, you're like, tell us a bit about where you're from. Well, I'm from the UK. I was yeah. like, okay, this is going to be a long 40 minutes, you know? And we yeah. know they have a good story, and this is, but this is like life, mate, I think, and this is why I love the challenge. It's like, I sit down, I've got 40 minutes to drag out of you, and some people, we've literally had to drag it out. And of, that's right? the thing. If the show is not good, it's it's not only like the in, like it's our. I feel like it's our fault because we haven't yeah. been good enough in like executing, like asking questions. Exactly. And it's surprisingly difficult to be able to really like ask the right questions, yeah. or like know when to go in depth with something, yeah. or like you know drag it over to something else and come back, like. It's such a challenge, and I think one of the best ways to learn from it is obviously doing podcasts, doing and more importantly, like listening to you know some of the greatest yeah. podcasts, like yeah. Ben Greenfield and yeah. those guys, and Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, and you know all those guys who has been in the game for a very long time and are obviously very successful. What's your top three that you listen to at the moment, just so that we can share the love with people? Mind Muscle Project right now. Yep, Gary Vee. Who and we've Tim had on Gary Vee, we've not yet got on. And Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, yeah. I mean, it changes quite a lot. I just started listening to another one as well, Airborne Mind, which yeah, I really like. I really like the the guy who's interviewing, and you know, a lot of that. It also comes down to that a little bit, like how good is the the host of the show? Yeah. To like that's I think what makes Joe Rogan and all those yeah. guys so popular is to they have so much knowledge and they're so good at being able to discuss and you know. Joe Rogan's a freak, though. You'll you'll listen to a show of his for. <laughs> His shows are three hours long. I want to talk about that too. Why our shows are forty-five minutes or forty minutes? Yeah, I think I think that's important because 
I, I listen to Tim Ferriss and I listen to Joe Rogan, and but I, I only listen to their long shows when I'm genuinely interested in the guest. Yeah. And that's really naive on my part because I've interviewed a lot of people for our show that I've not really, at the start, had a genuine interest for, but I felt that we could go on for a lot longer. What we started out and we've stuck to it is about that 40-minute time frame. You pushed it over with an hour last week, but anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and basically, because I think that's a good, time, a good amount of time for someone to focus, you can get through that podcast within like two or three car <laughs> trips in Dubai, and, and it's short and to the point, and you don't get lost. One of the biggest things that I find from time to time with Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan's show is because they are quite long, I'll, I'll listen to it a bit in the morning, I'll have a whole day, and then, you know, by, and then I'll listen to it at night, and then like, it'll take like four or five sittings, and it's my mistake, but in the fifth or sixth sitting, I'm like, yeah, but what were they talking about an hour or so ago? So I just lose track. So I just thought that was the sweet spot. I also think that, you know, like you get a guest with a big story. You need to make yeah. sure, or we tried at least, make sure that we have an outline. I mean, we don't always follow the, that setup, <laughs> yeah. but, but we try to so that we know where we're going and that we also have them prepared so yeah. that they know where they're going and yeah. they won't, like, we don't have to waste time on them, like, being silent and having you know, really super reflect because they've already sort of been prepared with most of it at least. Yeah. And I think that gives a better listener experience. Absolutely, mate. And I, th I think we're, we obviously want to give the, the, whoever we're interviewing, we want to give them the best platform possible so that they can dish up their best information. And that's why, you know, we, like you said, we often send, or we always send over detailed pre-show notes and then mainly just freestyle. I remember I was, I was interviewing, this was quite a good one, I was interviewing Doris and Ramin, who are part of our endurance setup, and I'd literally, I'd send them, I always send people, I try not to make it too big, but like, we're about half a dozen to ten points, like, background on you, blah, 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 what's going on, this, that, and the other. So I'd sent these, I think I'd only done half a dozen points for these guys, and Doris came in with literally pages of notes, and <laughs> I didn't ask one of those questions we covered everything that was in there but I didn't ask one of them and at the end she goes what did I prepare all this for I was like no you were able to answer all the questions that I asked you because you prepared all that and she didn't have to and that's why a lot of the time as well a lot of shows I listen to or, or stuff I've seen is very is, is, is very regimented and that's why I've always tried to ad lib stuff a little bit so you'll always find out different things like about situations like we've been going now for 18 19 minutes and we're supposed to focus on topics but we're already at 19 minutes and because we found something interesting to talk about and i think that's really important if you find something interesting in someone you you, you know you want to know more that gives more value to to our listeners as well so mate exactly. it's been a it's been a super fun ride and i think people are now getting a lot more value as well out of our three minute shows yeah which air on a sunday and then we actually we've We've gained some really good momentum with our with our weekly shows. We're about six shows ahead now, which yep. is which is super good. I think it's the most ahead we've ever been. It must have been, yeah. <laughs> and if you think about guys, what we were saying just before then, like to get a guest on, especially I, the hardest ones are Skype guests. Super hard. The 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 signal doesn't work. Oh, you're so nervous when you're, that. You're like just nervous. The the connection sometimes is not great. Like it, it just drops in and out and. Yeah, so they're, they're, some of the, they're some of the more challenging ones. And that's why I think some of, like, some, of the, we've, some of our best shows have been by Skype, but it's always great when we get people here and we're able to now stand up because we have a stand-up studio and, and really sort of have a face-to-face -face talk. So, mate, let's jump into it. You've been with us 
hosting the show for the last 18 months. What has been your favorite show and why? My favorite show was Podcast 300, exactly 100 episodes ago, with the man Jason Kalipa. Um, first of all, I was super surprised that he was that keen to come on the show. I literally yeah. just sent him an Instagram message over the DM, and he was interested right away. And I mean, anyone who knows him, like, he's a super busy guy, and like, it was him personally responding, and you know, he was ready to come on the show. So, that's one of the things why I really like that show. Yeah. I've always looked up to him as a CrossFitter, um, both like on an athletic level, but also like on a maturity level, like performance, also like just his life balance and his values. Um, he's a guy that's quite, you know, big name in CrossFit and also just big name in business and, and sort of represents a really good brand that with a good, good amount of values that I can stand in for. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from that podcast, which is kind of his... His mantra, his trademark, yeah, his mantra, yeah. which is a um, AMRAP mentality, and that's basically just to go all in on something when you're doing it. Like, I can read up the the 100% explanation to wholeheartedly focus on the present. Being an athlete doesn't stop when you exit the arena, field, or court. Being a competitor is a lifestyle in which Jason Kalipa knows well. He's been a champion in the fitness world and works hard every day to be a champion in all the other aspects of life. For Jason, the keys to winning the CrossFit Games, fatherhood and fitness entrepreneurship, it's balance, it's balance and re-evaluation. Before entering any competition, an athlete has to evaluate his or her strengths and weaknesses and devise a plan that capitalizes on these strengths and elimin- eliminates and delegates weaknesses. So I think just the biggest takeaway is that first quote, like to go all in on something and be there in the present. Like when we're doing this podcast, you know, we're going to be here 100%. We're not going to be focused on anything else. And for me, it's been personally the biggest game changer in my daily routine. Yeah. Because I have a lot of things that I want to do and constantly do like training, work and reading and studying all this stuff. But it's. I can't be thinking about podcasting when I'm training and I can't be thinking about coaching when I'm training. You know what I mean? Like you've got to be there hundred percent. And I've just seen how much more I've been able to evolve in each thing from just focusing hundred percent on it while I'm doing it. Very cool, mate. Yeah, that was, that was a Jason Kleeper show was, uh, was very good, mate. I wasn't in the moment when you were reading that out because I've heard it before and I appreciate that. But what I was able to do was go back to what we were talking about just before yep. and get a little bit more history on podcasting. Podcasting, first known as audio blogging, has its roots back to the 1980s. Then it goes on to say, with the advent of broadband internet and portable digital audio playback devices, gee, that's a mouthful, <laughs> such as the iPod, podcasting began to catch hold in the late 2004. Yeah. Today, there are more than 115,000 English-language podcasts available on the internet and dozens of websites available for distribution at little or no cost to producer or listener. According, this is an interesting stat, according to one survey in 2017, 42 million Americans above the age of 12 listens to podcasts at least on a weekly basis. Wow, that is crazy. 42 million Americans. So that's that's quite a lot of people. I'm, I'm actually surprised that there's only 115,000 podcasts. That's not that many. It's a lot, but I, I don't mean, think it, it's that many. The numbers are growing like crazy right now. Yeah, it's like going nuts. Anyone I know in the fitness industry are creating 
you know, health and fitness podcasts and yeah. stuff like that, which is super cool. Like, yeah. I, I don't think we can have enough of those. It's kind of like, it's just spreading out, you know, the good word and, and sharing good content. Yeah. And I think what, what you said, mate, when I asked you which your f- top three are right now, you said you flip. I think it's good. Like the airborne one that you said, I listened to that bit yesterday. I just trying to hop in and out of different podcasts with different guests as well and, and see what's happening. That's definitely a recommendation. Absolutely. And I mean, a lot of our guests we've had on, they have their own podcast. So that's if true. you really like their, sh- like the interview, yeah, it would probably be a good idea to go, you know, hit them up. Who have we got that's got their own show? I know Mike Marler, he's been on twice. Mind and Muscle. It, 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 Mind Muscle, we've had them on. Uh, doesn't Max Hag from Training Think Tank, yeah. don't they have a podcast? Yeah, they have a podcast. And Probably more else? already started. I think there's, I think Marcus there's, Philly. He's Marcus Philly has of, a podcast. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. I want to speak about Mike Marler. He's been on the show twice. He was an early one for me. He's one of the guys that I respect in the fitness industry in the U.S. a lot. He was over here in Dubai in, I think it was around 2009, 2010. Mike speaks a lot on hormone optimization. Yeah. He's a vegan. He's a athlete himself. He does a lot of kettlebell work. He toured the world for about four years teaching people how to use kettlebells properly and also about hormone optimization. And the biggest problem in the modern era is our ability to manage our hormones in the right way. I remember him as very like aggressive, like well, right on. His podcast is called Live Life Aggressively Podcast. <laughs> so go and check Mike's podcast out. Check him out when he was on our show. We're going to put some, some links to the show notes. Guys, one thing, if you do listen to the shows and you want links to the show notes, I'm going to link quite a few things in this show. All you need to do is innerfight.com slash podcast and then the number of the show that we're on. Yeah, A lot of people still don't know that. I said it a lot in the early parts. Probably haven't been saying it much recently. So this show is innerfight.com slash podcast 400 for 400. I'm also going to put in the show notes there a link to Podomatic, to our page on Podomatic, which is where our podcast is hosted, so you can get these shows. Definitely check out Mike Marler. He came on first. Is he, your, is he your favorite? He's, uh, Do you no. have a favorite? I, mate, you know, it, it was actually quite funny. I started preparing the show notes for this show, and I was like, yeah, let's, let's go through all of the shows. So I went through all of the shows, and I've ended up with, I think, about 15 shows. Um, I, don't, I don't actually, I don't have a favorite. I clearly have a favorite guest because Cam Nickel has been on the show three times. He is the, the leader. Mike's been on twice, podcast 112 and 298. Cam has been on three podcasts in such even succession as well. He came on podcast 203, 225, and then 256. So wow. he's had more than his fair share. Cam Nickel, former Great British rowing athlete, doctor, and the founder of Rowing Wad, will not be on the show until at least we've done 1,000. No. I love that guy. Some of Cam's stories on those shows intense that if i was to pick one i i would actually probably pick either one of cam's shows or this show kind of doubles up as well because it was an inner talk we've also put all the talks that we've had on the show and this was show number 260 by a gentleman called david Labouchere. he was a I former him. military man 
Yeah, I don't want to insult him by calling him a soldier or because he's, he's probably way higher than that. And I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> and his inner talk was my top favorite inner talk, along with a short talk that Max Calderon did for us. And you can find that in show 170. 170. 170 is Inner Talks 3. It's the third Inner Talks that we did where Max spoke about he's got multiple world records for crossing deserts. But if I could put it down to to one of my sort of my top three shows that I've really liked, definitely David Labashere in Podcast 260. Max's clip from Inner Talks 3 and 170. And then any of the shows with Cam Nickel are more than more than worth listening to 203 225 and 256 all of this is going to be in the show notes guys don't worry at all you've got a couple of other ones that you've really liked though mate and i've seen them here talk us through those um we had a podcast with marcus philly who you had a podcast with him i was trying to be nice i had i wasn't invited i had marcus philly on the show and obviously he's he's slamming social media lately with his functional bodybuilding principles yeah. and methods and and you know like he's just such a cool dude like very humble and obviously a top top athlete but similar to Jason Kalipa you know like five times to the games <sighs> probably something you like that. that yeah he, he won the grid league like so did Carmen Bosman's she's been on the show Mate, I'll <laughs> let you talk. <laughs> and um, yeah I just really liked his mindset and training and I think if you know I think a lot of CrossFitters nowadays should go give that show a listen just to understand that, you know, it's not always about competing and winning and stuff like that. And there's other ways to train within the same system and same gym and same equipment, but just with a different mindset. And I think, you know, a lot of people can learn from that and especially seeing such a top, top competitor go down and just, you know, do simple tempo you know like unilateral work and like just you know realizing that health is actually the most important thing i think that's one of the biggest takeaways that i get from marcus philly and got from that show like you rightly said mate I, i think it's five or six i don't know which times to the games he's obviously a top level athlete but he's putting out a program that obviously he's making a truckload of money from and that's all good but it's just like care more about your health yeah you know, and he's in great shape. He puts out a load of content. Yeah, there's thousands of people on his program, so he's making a good good buck or two. But he's just his motivation is just dishing up stuff that's really because we've we've also had a lot of like Yami Tikkanen was a su- he was on just recently. Super intense CrossFit coach. All he cares about is top level athletes. Yeah, he cares that Annie wins the games. He cares that his athletes go out and, and win the games. Max from Training Think Tank, he trains Travis Mayer. Yeah. He trains Noah Olsen. He cares about top-level performance. And for some people, I understand that those shows could be, could be slightly over-the-top, slightly aggressive, whereas Marcus Philly is pretty much for everyone. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think he's tapped into a niche that, that is actually super exciting. And, definitely. And, and he's done very well there. And that's show 334, so if you want to go give that a listen, I definitely recommend that. Um, I've had my coach on from the training think tank, uh, Kyle Roof. Yep. Um, that was super interesting. And that's definitely not a show that I think is for everyone. But I really liked it because we got to go, you know, into the more geeky stuff. Yeah. Talk about respiratory system and cardiac system, like limiters in general in what we call the engine. Um, how to figure out your limiters and how to train them. 
Um, we talked about some, not new technology, but like some technology they use to, to find these or research these limiters. And I, I think it was just an interesting talk because I got a feeling of where the sport is heading yeah. and what you need to do athletically and also from a coach's perspective in order to build the best athletes. Right. And so a little bit more geeky, but yeah. super interesting for you, mate. Yeah. And I think that's where there's been there's been quite a cool split and quite a cool divide. We've had a lot of people on that are not top level athletes, that are not top level coaches, that are that are just I wouldn't call them normal people, but like Doris and Ramin, yeah. their story is excellent. It's from it, it it and they would they would agree. It's from almost couch potato to you know a little bit better than weekend warrior triathlete. They know that they're never setting records, but every time they go out, they set a record for themselves. They're not going to win an Ironman, but they're going to complete one. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's made it superhuman. Talking about other people that made it superhuman, and you weren't actually on this show. Uh, 382 with Monty was more about life. Yeah. And that was that was a, that was a show. That was a show that I really enjoyed chatting about because it's quite funny when you when you're having a conversation with someone. When there's not a mic here, the conversation is completely different to when we put a set of headphones on someone, put a mic and start recording it, and it, they know it's going to go out to thousands of people. I mean, for, for me and you, our voice tone and our attitude is similar, but it, there is a slight change. But for Monty, he was just able to open up about, about life. It wasn't really much about cycling. It was just about from moving to job to job to job and what was important to him in life. And I think that's, I think that's something super cool as well. I think often almost the most unknown guest are yeah. the ones that blows our minds the most. Yeah. Like they come up with crazy stories. So we're like, wow. Yeah. James Jowsey was a bit like that. He was really interesting. I mean, I think the ones that are like that really shine through are the ones that just come out and say, you know, you've been doing this for five years and everyone is doing it. This is wrong. Yeah. And, and I think that's what what James Jowsey sort of did. Like talked about like throw your form rollers out and. You know, yeah. like all those kind of things. And, and that was super, super interesting. Mate, you've highlighted here, we did one show, 358, Living With Intensity. That's been one of your favorite ones. Because, you know, we, so we have these shows where we have the fitness under three minutes. We have like listeners Q&A where we answer your questions. We have a topic show. And I think some of my favorite was also the topic shows. Yeah. And one of them was Living With Intensity it's sort of where I almost interviewed you where we spoke about like yeah. what's your definition of intensity and yeah. and like how do you measure intensity and we were able to to, to kind of talk about intensity in life but also talk about intensity in CrossFit and, and draw parallels to it. Yeah, that was I enjoyed that one a lot. I actually didn't think about it until I saw you'd put it in the show notes. Another one that I got massive amount of feedback from was a fitness in under three minutes. Now, fitness in under three minutes started as basically us trying to share like why should you drink water? Yeah. Why should you warm up? Why should you do this? And then we were just like, 391 was, the title was, Stop Caring What Everyone Else Thinks. And the response from that was just absolutely amazing. We are yeah. like, in three minutes, this is how you just stop caring what everyone thinks. So you're right, mate, in that some of the stuff that's just like subjects that are, are not like, I don't know, you don't think they're going to go big or it's not got a special guest and we've just almost literally thrown a show together get some of the some of the best responses that's for sure um let's um let's take a look at also if you're watching the youtube obviously you can see that we have a completely different setup we used yeah. to be sitting down on chairs and like 
after doing you know a few shows you kind of get you know a little bit tired or like just from sitting down now we've changed it we have a stand-up desk it's a lot cooler setup a lot more i would say professional we're standing up yeah i mean it's a health and fitness podcast and I'm it, using a chair for my foot today because my ribs are still killing. Uh, too weak, but yeah. Um, you know, it's just no make this the show more dynamic, and it's also you learn a lot better when you're standing up, when yep. you're active, uh, when you're moving, and we like to use body language. So even if you're not watching the show but you're listening to it, just imagine that you know arms are flying everywhere, and it just makes it easier for us to, to sort of explain things I would say yeah it's been it's been <laughs> and same for our guests who comes obviously yeah exactly I, th- I think the, the way that the studios evolved as well or if it's a studio has evolved I actually remember going sometimes to people just with an iPhone some of the early I remember interviewing Flanners I don't know what episode this is but I interviewed Flanners when he came back from Kona on an iPhone in my car outside the Lime Tree Cafe in Jumeirah. Plucking Lime Tree, huh? Yeah. They're not a sponsor, though. They're not a sponsor, but, you know, that's what we have to <laughs> we have to give it up. But it is it is quite cool. There are quite a few of you that do watch. Our download figures are a lot more on other platforms, but we still get 100 or so. This one's quite interesting, and it went crazy. This is one of our, our most viewed shows, 457 views on CrossFit, Nutrition for CrossFit Athletes, episode 390 so youtube is there you can watch it on youtube or of course you've got it on itunes i i watch i sorry i listen to more podcasts though i don't i know joe rogan puts his on youtube but i don't ever watch his on youtube because i I listen to all of my shows on on fast forward anyway i I think most people nowadays only listen to it because i mean audio audio is sort of the future is depressing i mean it's the most easy accessible and transportable things in our daily really busy lives yeah one other show that we haven't mentioned that i actually really enjoyed but i still have mixed emotions about is episode number 282 with Dwayne chambers yes that was a very interesting show yeah tell us a little bit of background about him he was one of the he's one of the fastest athletes in the world he broke a record was world champion fourth in the sydney olympics and then got banned for drugs. He was in performance-enhancing drugs. He was introduced to us through a friend who, sadly, who that was, absolutely skips my mind right now. But he was introduced through a friend. And again, mate, like, okay, he, he was a world champion. He did get banned for drugs. And, you know, you can, you can take all that as it is. But he immediately said, yeah, I'd love to speak to you guys. Did a great show. And, you know, I think the one thing I loved about Dwayne Chambers, I don't love the fact that he took performance-enhancing drugs. I hate that. But I love the fact that he was honest. He made a big mistake in his life. And now he lives with passion and with energy. And he's trying to do something decent with himself. Yeah. And his athlete mindset and mentality and hard work that he did continues to fire him today. And I think that's something, I think that's, something that's rained true about a lot of our guests. They've all just had such a such an awesome energy and we've managed to find people with a lot of passion as well so i want to put it out there that if we're always looking for people to come on the show don't be afraid to turn around to us send us an email at winitinafight.com and say i have a cool story i think i can share it i want to be on your show i would love to have you on the show yeah the coolest things is that these shows are not live so if we record a show with you and we think it's crap 
then we just won't use it. Or you're not happy with what you said or you accidentally said something wrong. Like, don't be scared. We can always adjust. We actually have never adjusted a show, but no. <laughs> in case anything would happen, that's, I mean, you're on the safe side. That's actually a really good point, isn't it, mate? Before we, before we get a lot of guests on, we like we give them a quick briefing, just talk into the mic. If you're not, we're going to tell you to talk into the mic. Say what you want. It's a candid thing. And if we run into any issues, we can edit it. And we've never edited one show. Nope. I, I edited a show a few weeks ago where we had to, and it's so obvious when you edit a show, but I edited a show a few weeks ago where it got, um, the Skype connection got cut off. Okay, well, that's, and that's then, another And way. then we, we sort of pieced it back together. So anyone that noticed that, tell me who it was with, and also give you a, a treat from Smith Street Pearl here. We have, um, we've been talking a lot about <clears throat> how the podcast came to mind, how it's been growing until this episode. Let's yep. talk a little bit about the future of the show. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I think that's something that we're, we're both super aligned on now. You know, we want to continue to to get really good guests on and, and to try and grow it. We want to speak to, and I think this is one of the biggest things. We are the Health and Fitness Podcast. We want to speak to people that have any link to health and fitness. Yeah. That are doing anything to promote better performance. And that's that's not just within health and fitness, but it, it can kind of be, you know, we, we, we've got a show. We're actually recording a show after this. And, yeah, this chick works out, but her, her core business is not about health and fitness. So it's not always about elite-level athletes or the latest science. I think there's a market for that. But I also just think that, you know, we just want to talk to as many people that are as interesting as possible and that we can, uh, that we can learn something for, mate. Yeah. I, think, I think that's really where we're aligned, isn't it? I, I mean... W- what we mentioned in the beginning was that I mean we, we do the show so we can share content with, with everyone. But I think one thing we've got to say is that we are also doing the show because we love to get new information yeah. and grow. And this has been, I mean, probably the greatest tool for learning new things. Yeah. And learning things that you wouldn't always just, you know, go read. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I think, you know, we had, uh, we had the editor of men's health Colin Gerbich who's no longer the editive editor and we had Iwar as well who's the editor of women's health oh she was really good as she well. was amazing and I learned a lot from her and it's like when would you ever have that yeah you know so I think that's that's where our energy's at that's where our focus is at we're going to keep putting out those three minute shows we're going to keep giving you this 40 minute show every week sometimes we get more traction or we get more interaction or we get more support for our Q&A guests we want to know from you guys what you want and then we're going to go and make it happen. We, we really have no shortage of guests. But if you guys want us to speak on specific topics, even if we've covered them before, it doesn't yeah. matter. If it was like two shows ago, then don't ask us to do that. But if it was 50 shows ago and you want us to revisit protein drinks or something like that, then we're more than happy to do it. We want to put out what you guys want. You guys are the guys that support us. And we're always super grateful for it. And if you really do like the show and you want to share your support, hop over to iTunes, yes. leave a review. And I mean, now Instagram and social media is the big thing. Like yeah. if you take a screenshot, tag us in the post yeah. and like we can get in touch with you. We would love that. Absolutely. Mate, that's 43 minutes. We've gone on long enough. Guys, that was our pick of the shows that we've really enjoyed doing. A little bit of background on how the show came around. Please check out the show notes. You can link back to all of the shows that we spoke about. I'll highlight the shows, the shows that we really like. I'll highlight them in the show notes, in a fight.com slash podcast number 400. 
And just to whet your appetite a little bit, we have some really cool get it guests coming up in show 402. We have a lady talking about the Seven Summit Challenge in guests in show 404. We have a guy who ran a sub 15 minute 5K. There's a lot of cool things past, but there is also a lot of cool things coming. Dre, it's been a pleasure. Right over. Right over. That is the Health and Fitness Podcast. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. 400 episodes, and we're going now for 400 more.